For anyone listening, go through your profile. Anything that people don't respond to that doesn't lead to conversation, that's a waste of space. Hi, I'm Jenna Hooking, and this is Kinda Sorta Dating, the podcast that is kinda, sorta, about dating. When it comes to the dating apps, let's be honest, we're all a little bit clueless. There are certain things you're guaranteed to see on there. There's the bloke holding the dead fish, a girl with some heavy airbrushing, a guy with a pic of his ex-girlfriend, the whole where's Wally scenario, and the person wearing sunglasses in every photo. So how do you make sure that your dating app is looking schmick? Well, I've gone straight to the top with this one and come across Logan Yuri. She's the author of How Not to Die Alone, Director of Relationship Science at Hinge, and a dating coach and behavioural scientist. So I figure she knows a thing or two. And later on in this episode, we'll be checking the dating hotline and attempting to solve some of your dating dilemmas. Our dating hotline number is 1-800-DATE-ME and we're ready to hear from you at any time. Welcome to the podcast, Logan. Hi, so good to be here. Thanks for having me on to talk about dating. Pleasure. And you're joining, did you just say you were joining from Texas? Yes, I'm usually based in Oakland, California, which is right near San Francisco, but I'm actually in Texas right now. Wow. Okay. Well, I feel very global right now. I really have gone straight to the (laughs) top. (laughs) So let's start with the dating apps because it feels like everyone is on them now. And in Australia, we're currently in lockdown, so we've got nothing else to do but swipe left or right. But we want to make sure we're getting it right. So why do you think people are so clueless when it comes to putting together an attractive and interesting dating profile? That's a great first question. And where I'd love to start is just the fact that why is dating so hard, right? Why is modern Uh, dating so challenging, right? Yeah, that's the the right sound effect. And (laughs) honestly, dating is really hard because, you know, we're born knowing how to love, but we're not born knowing how to date. And dating is a skill. Dating is something that you have to develop over time. And that's everything from knowing what to put on your profile, how to message people, what to talk about on a first date, how to DTR or define the relationship, how to move in together, every step. And so it's not surprising to me that people struggle with their profiles because dating is a skill and the only way to get better at it is by actually practicing it and getting good advice. It's so true. So what are some of the turnoffs when it comes to dating app profiles? Because I know I know what my turnoffs are. And they the problem with a dating app is they're so, you know, we're on it for 30 seconds and we make very quick judgment calls. So what should people not be putting on their dating app? We've done a lot of research on this at Hinge. And one of them is the one that you mentioned before, the, the guy holding the fish photo. And one of the reasons why people don't like that photo is because it's become a cliche. You see it over and over around the world. And what that means is that once a lot of people have this photo, it stops conveying new information. And it's just something that either at best I skim over or at worst I say, oh, you know, you're just like everyone else. I'm going to reject you. And so let me share a few more things that people shouldn't include in their photos. One of them is filters or sunglasses. We really want to see what you look like. And those things make it harder for us to see your face. 
Another one is what you called the Where's Wally photo, or what (laughs) I might call Where's Waldo, which is a group photo. There's tons of people who look vaguely like you. Maybe you're all in pink bridesmaids dresses, and I just can't tell which one is you. That's not really conveying any information. It's actually just confusing me. But don't you think with the Where's Wally one, you're always hoping it's the hottest person in the picture? (laughs) And what if you're not? (laughs) You're setting yourself up for a fail. It's so funny you mentioned that because this is like slightly unrelated, but there is this piece of research um, from a different field of psychology called behavioral science, which shows that um, a good way to look really attractive is to pose with somebody who looks like you, but is slightly less attractive. Because what happens is the brain kind of compares the two and is like, oh, you're the better looking one. (laughs) And so, you know, you should also beware if you uh, have a friend who keeps saying, hey, come over so we can take some photos. You're the ugly one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are they trying to do? And then finally, uh, selfies don't perform that well, especially gym selfies. People just don't like the gym selfie. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And we've all seen a million gym photos as well. So that makes sense. We're just like, all right, another gym one. Um, I also wanted to ask then, what are three things you must include on your dating profile? Yeah. So one of them is variety. So your profile is a chance to tell your story. And that means showing us different parts of who you are. And so when it comes to the different photos that you choose or unhinge the different prompts that you answer, you really want to share different sides of yourself. So show us that you're silly. Show us in your Halloween costume. Show us a video of you juggling and dropping the balls. But then also show us that you're serious. Have an earnest answer about how much you love your grandparents or how you're looking for a committed relationship. And so really variety in terms of the photos you choose, the activities you're showing, but then also variety in terms of a little bit silly, but also a little bit serious. That's the one thing I like about Hinge because you get to know their personality a little bit better because Hinge has this um, it, yes, it, you're looking at people's photos, but there's also really interesting questions that you can answer on your profile that gives you, you know, you can tell if they're a bit sassy, if they're a bit funny, if they're like quite sweet. So you would recommend putting the question and answers in your profile as well. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you're really nailing it in terms of what make Hinge profiles great. It's almost like having a conversation with someone. It's like you see a photo, you learn a little bit about them. Maybe they even add a little caption to the photo, what we call a photo prompt, which turns it into almost like a meme. Then they answer questions like, uh, excuse me, like my ideal plus one to a wedding or will get along well if. And so actually a a complete hinge profile has both of those things. It has the photos, it has the prompts, and it's like having a a great opening conversation with someone. That's cool. Okay. What's the next thing you have to include in your dating profile? So this is an interesting one, but we just ran some really cool research at Hinge that talks about why you should include what you're looking for in terms of a relationship. And so, Jana, I wonder if you've gotten this question before in your work, but people say, well, I'm looking for something serious. When do I tell someone? Because if I tell them too early, I'll scare them off. But if I tell them too late, then maybe I'll waste my time. Yeah. So what is the answer to that? So what we did is we ran an experiment with 12,000 people and we showed them different profiles. Sometimes the profile would say, I'm looking for dot, 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 someone to have fun with, you know, someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously, things that are a little bit more vague. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it said, I'm looking for a long-term committed relationship. 
And what we found was when the person who was looking at the profile also wanted a relationship, they were 17% more likely to send that person a message. The one who said on their profile, I'm looking for something serious. Someone who was looking at that profile and just wanted something casual, they were 10% less likely to send that person a message. And so if you're listening to these numbers and you're, you're getting confused, basically the point is you turn the right people on, the people who also want a relationship, and you turn the wrong people off, the people who aren't looking for what you're looking for. So it's saving time. You're getting rid of the guys that you're never going to end up with anyway. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, and you're just you're leading with confidence. You're saying this is who I am and what I want. And even if you end up getting a few fewer messages, you're getting messages from the right people, the people who are also aligned with what you're looking for. That makes a lot of sense. So how can we make ourselves stand out from the other dating apps? Because you're right. Oh, yeah, I love Because there is a lot of people, you know, there are all the gym selfies, there are all the people patting tigers in Thailand or holding up dead fish. So what's going to make us stand out above the rest? Oh, I love this one. And I have a, a hot take or a specific answer, which is to be specific. And so this is the same in comedy, right? There's this idea in comedy that the more specific that you can make something, the funnier it is. Or sometimes even like in a, in a narrative, in a movie or in a book, the more specific you can talk about an experience, the more universal it is. And so sometimes people's profiles say these things that are just sort of generic things like, I love cooking, traveling, and hanging out with my family. And it's like, yeah, dude, who doesn't? That's so general. (laughs) Tell us what's your dream vacation? What is the meal that you cook with your family every Sunday? What is the thing that makes your relationship with your dad stand out? Be specific. Be a storyteller. Mm. And really, that's how you stand out because somebody's going to say, wow, I really want to get to know that person or um, that's something I don't know about, but I'm curious about. So every photo... Every prompt response is a chance to is a chance to be specific and to spark conversation. And you're much more likely to spark conversation by saying something like, "My biggest pet peeve is people who park and take up two spots." And then somebody's going to write back and be like, "That drives me crazy too." Versus if you say, "I want someone." to have good conversation with, it's like, what am I going to respond to that with? That doesn't spark conversation. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. One of the answers to my um, Hinge profile is I am, the question was what I am looking for and my answer was someone to compete on the block with me, which is this popular <laughs> reality show over here in Australia. Do you know how many responses I get to that? I get all like builders or designers going, yes, I want to go on the block too. Let's enter. Or another successful question and answer I had on Hinge that gets a lot of responses of guys is the question was, I am currently obsessed with dot, dot, dot. And I wrote back, podcasts recommend me a good one. And I got such a good conversation started because everyone's got a podcast that they're currently obsessed with or they want to find out what yours is. 
because they're looking for podcasts to listen to. Ooh, I absolutely love both of those. I think those are brilliant. So the first one is great because it tells us about your personality. It's tongue in cheek. It's a way that somebody could immediately jump in and say, I would be a great contestant with you on the block. And, you know, who's your favorite? What's your favorite season? Right. I love it. It's what friends talk about. It's just jumping into a conversation. It's not like, oh, Jana, like, what are your hobbies? And what did you study at uni? Right. It's not like that. I also love the second one because I just feel like it really it really does lead to conversation and that's the whole point. And so for anyone listening, go through your profile. Anything that people don't respond to that doesn't lead to conversation, that's a waste of space. And this is what I call dating like a scientist. You want to run experiments. And so you've run an experiment where you have these two responses. You get really great answers. You get good podcast recommendations. And there you go. Whereas if someone's listening and they said, oh, I have something on my profile like, um, I'm looking for someone to spend Sunday mornings with or whatever they put and no one ever responds to that, switch it out for something specific and something that will spark conversation. Yes. I love that. Okay. So we've got the personality part of the dating apps down the hat now. (laughs) Let's get to the photos. I had a guy slide into my DMs the other day and he sent me a message going, I am getting no swipe rights on my dating apps. Would you mind if I sent you my profile and you have a look at it for me and tell me where I'm going wrong? And I had had maybe one or two champagnes. So I was like, yup, send it through. And I could pick within 10 seconds exactly what was wrong with it. Every photo, unlike girls, Guys don't know their angles, right? But I know exactly what's my good side. I know to not take pictures from below because it'll look like I have a double chin. But he sent through his profile and he had four pictures. They were all extreme close-ups. He was smiling in none of them. He looked quite scary and they were all in his truck. So it's like he had gone, oh, I better get a dating app. Oh, crap, they need photos. So he just quickly banged out four photos and stuck them right up there. So I said to him, you need a picture with friends to make it look like you've got friends. You need to smile so you look happy. And he had a beard in one of the photos, and that looked quite nice. And I said, and you need to grow and keep your beard because you look more handsome like that. (laughs) So can you tell us, did I get that right? Because... We A lot of us do get the photos on our profiles wrong. How do we make our photos the best they can be? Oh, yeah. I feel like you nailed it. And also, I love that you were game and you gave that person feedback. Yeah, there's a lot in there that I should reiterate. So, um, yes, here are my tips for great hinge dating profile picture. So your first picture should be a clear headshot of your face. I should be able to see what you look like, no filters, no sunglasses, just here's my face, this is what it looked like. The other photos should include one that shows your full body, one that shows you doing an activity that you love, one that shows you with friends and family to show us that you have an active social life, and a few more that add variety to our impression of you and help tell the story. And so an, a similar example I can share to what you shared is I was giving feedback to a guy's profile and it, every single photo was him taking a selfie, wearing sunglasses in front of a monument around the world. Oh. And I said to him, I was like, okay, I get it. 
you like this pair of sunglasses and you like traveling, but there's a lot that I don't know about you, right? You know, who are your friends? What are you, um, what are you into besides traveling? I can't see your face because you're wearing the same sunglasses and every single one. It was just, it was very repetitive and there was no new information. And so that's just something that I would say to people is if half your photos are with your dog, we get it. You love your dog and that's great. But could you switch that out for to show us a picture of you skiing, a picture of you surfing, a picture of you, you know, reading in your favorite nook at a cafe, whatever it is, we want to learn different things about you. And so I think what you described is so common, which is when you're finally ready to download the app and you rush into all the you know, through the process of onboarding, you might just pick the last six photos on your phone, but that's really not a good strategy because your profile is how we get to know who you are. And it's really important to pick the best photos possible. Well, I think you've nailed the brief, brief Logan. <laughs> so we've got our do's, we've got our don'ts. And what would you just say to anyone coming out of lockdown? Cause we're going to hopefully be out of lockdown in a couple of weeks. What are your tips for finally meeting up with someone once you have been chatting to them on Hinge? Yeah. So one thing that I would say is understand that if you're feeling nervous, a lot of people are feeling nervous too. And so in our research at Hinge, we found that 51% of our users are experiencing FODA, which means fear of dating again. And so it's actually very common and there's a few things going on. So one is people are just nervous about COVID in general, and that's a real fear about dating and being out in public. Another issue is that people just feel like their dating skills are rusty, um, like their social skills are out of practice and they just feel like a fish out of water. So I'd say to them, you know, be easy with yourself. Don't rush into things. Allow yourself time to thaw out to get comfortable going back out there. I would also say that one of the biggest mistakes people make in dating is they're actually too internally focused. They're all about their insides and, you know, how am I coming across and does this person like me and am I impressive? But what we know from research is that it's much more important to be interested than to be interesting. And so make your date feel interested by asking them questions asking thoughtful follow-ups, really putting the attention on them. And that will help you feel more calm because you're less in your head, but they'll also like you more because everyone likes when you make them feel interesting. That is a brilliant response. And I'm going on a very safe, healthy, distanced date walk today. So I am going to be taking that I love advice to hear that. with me. Yeah, it's um, I'm throwing myself out there, but in a safe COVID-friendly way. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Logan. I feel like I need to go change my dating profile right now. So you've given <laughs> me some hot tips. And to find out more, make sure you buy her book, How to Not Die Alone. That sounds pretty good to me. And make sure you download Hinge. As soon as you stop listening to this podcast and throw yourself back out into the dating world. Thank you so much, Logan. It was so much fun talking to you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe and review so we can bump this little podcast up in the charts. And as always, we'll be back next week with some pretty good dating stories. Until next time, go out, date up a storm, run amok and bring me some really good dating stories.
The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.